today's selection from Calvert Library's digital collection is Lupe Wong Won't Dance by Donna Barba Higuera. Chapter One. My gym shorts burrow into my butt crack like a frightened groundhog. Note to self, remember shorts from home so you don't have to wear scratchy school owners ever again. I can fix this. I pull up my knee pads, adjust my wristbands, and tighten my ponytail with a yank. Ready for battle, a.k.a. 7th grade spring P.E. Half a cheek hanging out, I glance around the locker room to make sure the coast is clear. I casually place one foot up on the bench and make a stealth grab, yanking my underwear down. Samantha Pinkerton slams her locker so loud the entire room of girls looks in her direction. Find anything good up there, Lupe? She laughs, and half the class snickers with her. I almost responded with, yeah, your mom, but stopped myself at the last possible second. Samantha takes a step toward me and puts her nose inches from mine. Oh, yeah, I say instead. This time the words are out before I can help it. Samantha scrunches her face and scratches her temple, my comeback obviously stunning her into confusion. My best friend Andy cringes behind Samantha. Smack talk is not one of my strong points. Coach Solden's whistle pierces the air. Guadalupe Wong, Samantha Pinkerton. Arms folded over her chest, she takes up the entire doorway of her office. Anything you care to share with us? I clench my teeth and shake my head. I can't risk being points off. I need to ace this class. Samantha's voice is suddenly as sweet as her fruity body spray. Just admiring Lupe's shorts, Coach Solden. Well, do it after class, Coach says, motioning for Samantha to get in line. Samantha squints her eyes toward mine in some sort of staring standoff, but I can only focus on the cartoon salmon on the front of her shirt, giving a thumbs up. Someone forgot to tell the kid who designed the school mascot that Sammy Sockeye should have fins, not fingers. Samantha slithers into line behind me. Oh, yeah, she says, mimicking me under her breath. Thank God Andy is with me this quarter. Ignore her, she mutters calmly from the next spot in line, shooting me a glance. I can bring you my extra soccer shorts tomorrow. Andy's mom has probably made sure she has four pairs to ensure her academic success to go with her new laptop and private tutoring. I crack my knuckles in front of me. Nope, I got this. I won't forget mine again. We wait in a row to shuffle into the gymnasium for basketball or volleyball or whatever unit we have now. Coach wheels a TV out from the equipment closet in the back of the locker room. No one moves, no one talks. She pushes the cart toward the swinging door. Wait, something's wrong, I say watching Coach walk into the gym without a single ball. Andy's voice sounds like it's rolling its eyes. I know, I know. She makes a mouth puppet with her hand, trying to imitate my voice. Kids with long arms should be able to wear shorts to their wrists instead of fingertips. It shouldn't be a girl's responsibility to worry about how our clothing might distract boys. She moves her hand puppet to make its mouth extra wide. And there should be a separate bubble under race for people of Chicana or Mexanese descent. Well, there should be, I say. You have a bubble for black. Why should I have to choose one bubble or other? Why should anyone? Most of my causes don't get further than a strongly worded letter to the principal. Andy shrugs. But that's not what I'm talking about, I go on, biting my lower lip. Co-ed PE is the one subject I should dominate. With everything but jump rope in the second grade, I've been on the boys' team. 
Did you notice the TV? What if we have to learn some antique sport, like the one with mini tennis rackets and the plastic snow cone thing? It's called a shuttlecock, Andy giggles, and her dark curls bob up and down. Very funny, Andy. I really need this A, I say. I know you do, and that's really what it's called, she replies. Come on, you're the best in this class. You know you can handle anything. You'll be pitching cans of corn, or whatever you call it, to Fu Lee in no time. I've already filled Andy in on my uncle's promise. If I can get straight A's, my uncle Hector, who works for the Mariners, is taking me to meet Fu Lee Hernandez, the first Asian Latino pitcher in the major leagues. If Fu Lee can be the first Chinacan guys to pitch in the majors, maybe I can be the first Mexanese girl to throw a no-hitter. Did I mention that baseball is life? I've worked hard to get back on track and have A's the rest of my classes. I bite on the inside of my cheek, thinking of Coach Solden and some new game risking my chance to meet Fu Lee. Besides making it to the major someday, I don't think I'll ever want something so bad in my life. Coach Solden returns to the locker room and flicks the fluorescent lights on and off. The last few stragglers jump into line. She lifts the whistle dangling down her chest and blows four short blasts like she's leading an army troop out into battle. Her shorts are riding up her butt more than mine, but she doesn't seem to care. She marches us into the gym, where a group of 20 boys are already waiting. My friend Niles waves at me from the line. I wave back and smile, but then he holds up his hand and mimics flicking on Doctor Who's sonic screwdriver, our signal for we gotta talk. And it's the universe is in danger sort of emergency. We have a half a second before class starts, so I point toward a spot in between the boys and girls that's somewhat blocked from Coach's sight, and we break out of formation to meet up. Samantha snicker-snorts and points at us. Hey, Lupe, Niles says, letting out a breath. I huddle up next to him for privacy. What's up? A few of Samantha's friends follow along and start giggling at us, too. No way I'm letting this pass. I let a tiny one ooze out, a silent but deadly. Three, two... Fumes fill the air. Ew, Samantha says. I swear it wasn't me, she whispers to her friend Claire. I'm relishing my successful SBD bombing mission, so I lose focus and I don't remain as still as I should. A fresh cloud billows up. Niall shakes his head at me. Really? I'm right here too. Sorry, I whisper. Collateral damage. He nods and stares past me toward the rafters, which makes it easier for him to have conversations, especially if he's a little stressed. I lean in even closer. Listen, I've noticed something wrong. Coach reprimands a straggler on the other side of the gym and class starts to quiet down. We don't have much time. I've noticed it too. Let's see what she's got and talk after class. But this is huge, he whispers back and motions toward the TV. Coach has never not started a class bouncing a ball or tossing a ball or juggling balls. Niles hates change as much as I do. I glance at Coach, who's now spinning the TV remote in her hand like it's a bat. I know, I know, I mutter, allowing a little bit of my own worry to creep in. What do you think? Maybe she's going to show us a new sport? I guess. Coach turns to face us, still spinning the remote. In line, Foster. Hurry, line up, I whisper, before she makes us do push-ups or something. Once back in our spots, I hold out a pretend sonic screwdriver and close its top, indicating we've at least acknowledged the emergency. Niles nods back. Samantha is still gagging on my innard fumes, so she can't be annoyed by our signals this time. 
Coach Solden claps her hands, taking advantage of the lull in activity. I have an announcement, everyone. Gather round. She motions to the cart holding the TV. My stomach feels like the inside of a bouncy house. Forty seventh graders move at once. A gentle wind of 80 shoes and armpits fills my nostrils. Coach Solden scans the crowd, then scans back the other way. Her eyes lock on mine. I'm about to panic, but she's on to the next victim. One by one, she's making eye contact with a few of us. By the shuffling and fidgeting of the kids she's signaling out, her laser stare patterns seem to be focused on the athletic kids. My catcher on the baseball team last year, Blake, looks over and arches his eyebrows, just like he does every time the third hitter in the lineup is up to bat. Coach Solden then makes her signature move, tucking in her one-size-too-small shirt into her two-sizes-too-small gym shorts. This might be even worse than I thought. My palms break out in a sweat. She presses play on the remote. The TV screen lights up. Men and women are standing in a circle. The men have on jeans and checkered shirts, and the ladies are wearing matching puffy skirts bloated out like a Pinterest cupcake fail. I think I'm going to puke up my lunch. They're paired off, holding hands. The screech of fiddles echoes through the gym. A guy with a southern accent wails in a scratchy twang. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? It's like a bizarre hillbilly rap. Arm in arm, the people clomp around like trotting donkeys. Coach Solden taps her foot and claps her hands to the song. She's about a half a beat off, and her hips are wiggling from side to side. It's eerily similar to the time my mom insisted on teaching all of my friends the Macarena at my birthday party. Even though I silently beg the universe to make it end, just like with my mom, Coach isn't stopping either. Blake looks at me like he got lemon juice in his mouth. Zola Fimple covers her eyes. Marcus, our number two pitcher in the rotation behind me, nerves up and makes a gagging noise. How do grown-ups not know how embarrassing they are? Finally, the music stops and Coach bows to an imaginary partner, just like the dancers on the video do to their real partners. She hits stop on the remote. It takes a few seconds to catch her breath. My mouth and the mouths of everyone in the room drop wide open as Coach's words echo out. Welcome to this quarter's curriculum class. If you enjoyed this chapter and are hungry for more, this title can be found as an ebook and audiobook on Hoopla. If you're enjoying Book Bites, please don't forget to follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if there are genres or titles that you'd like to hear, please email us at calvertlibrarybookbites at gmail.com. Visit calvertlibrary.info for more information and stay tuned for more Book Bites.